If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. You ever get the feeling the city walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating your soul? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe chase some elk, fish a private stream. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there, and finding your own piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, location, the kind of hunting or fishing you dream of. Land.com. It's where the adventure begins. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The show was presented by DraftKings, along with everything else going on in sports. It is the winter meetings, Polly, right now in Nashville, Major League Baseball. Biggest offseason in this sport in many, many years. Shohei Otani, of course potentially on the market if he leaves the Angels and covering the winter meetings in Nashville is our buddy Jensen Lewis, MLB Network Radio, also pitching the majors. Uh, Jensen, how are things in Nashville? Uh, boys, uh, great to be with you. Uh, the old hurry up and wait uh, with, with Otani and, and just kind of waiting to see you know where he ends up deciding to go because it feels like after uh, that decision is made and, and it feels like it could be made here in the next uh, three to four days, guys, uh, it, oh. it will create an, an avalanche, basically, of, of the rest of the free agent signings and, and some of the moves. So that, that's really been the holdup here. Uh, a lot of speculation uh, about, you know, just a, a couple of destinations uh, that are in play. And uh, I think even as late uh, last night, we heard about uh, him visiting with uh, the Toronto Blue Jays, who have, have basically been kind of the dark horse in this whole thing. Uh, obviously, Dodgers, Cubs. Uh, you know, the Braves uh, have been readily mentioned, but uh, it feels like Toronto continues to be a, a serious player here, and they've hung around maybe a little bit longer in these sweepstakes than people have previously thought. Okay, so yeah, you ran down all four teams currently on the betting board, and this is at an offshore book, Jensen. So uh, it's worded like this, Shohei Otani's next team if it's not the Angels. And the odds on favorite right now, the Dodgers are minus 170. And the other three teams you brought up, the Cubs are plus 250, Braves are 6-1, to one, the Blue Jays, who were recently 10-1, to one, are down to 6-1. to one. If you had to make a bet this morning based on you being in Nashville, which team would you bet on? Yeah, I, I think the, the Dodgers still would remain the smart money guys. Uh, and, and just knowing that uh, where, where he's been and, and that location and that team, uh, you know, talked with Dave Roberts a little bit yesterday and, and finding that Mookie Betts. Uh, is going to move to second base and and more how they worded it that it's going to create more roster flexibility for them. Uh, not that payroll was going to be 
really a a a, a problem, but it it is lends you a little bit more to this was sort of the destination, the odds on favorite at the beginning. So today, uh, after after kind of talking with people and seeing where the waters go, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't put as much though on them as as maybe I would have a month or so ago. Uh, it feels like there has been really compelling pitches. Uh, from these other teams that involved, I, I think I would I would definitely slide Toronto uh, ahead of Atlanta at this point, just with the momentum that they have. And you know, in talking with the Chicago people, yeah, I think there's there's real life to that too. And and it'll be real fascinating to see. As I said, I I think this comes down here, guys, in, in probably the next three to four days. I, I know that the, the Otani camp uh, has has pretty much gathered as much information as they needed. Now it's just really making that decision. And and I think some clubs. Uh, probably putting in their final offers to him so that they can move on with their business as well. How real was the Darvish thing? That why the Cubs could be close here because Darvish is friends with them and he and he sold them on Chicago and told them how great it was. Yeah, Paul, it's a real thing, and and just to know too, as you guys know, hitting in Wrigley uh, for Otani. I mean, you're looking at 60 home run potential there. Uh, you know, if the wind is is blowing consistently for him out uh, to either part of that ballpark, but yeah, that was the that was definitely a, a conversation that was had and, and just in a market too, that is ready to, to be a winner again. And, and I think last year watching them uh, knowing where they were uh, roster construction wise, uh, yes, Cody Ballinger is probably not coming back there. Um, but, but understanding what Dansby Swanson uh, has really done to, to get that culture, you know, almost Atlanta esque, you know, where, where they're ready to win now. Uh, Otani would be a huge piece for them in that lineup and then also in that rotation in 2025. Okay, so then I'll, I'll throw another name at you and I'll tie in Otani here. Again, Otani minus 170 to go to the Dodgers if he leaves the Angels at this point. Blake Snell, Cy Young winner, National League. Uh, the shortest shot on the board to get him if he leaves the Padres, again, worded that way. Pa, uh, Dodgers are plus $2, then the Mariners at 3-1, to one, then the Giants 5-1, to one, and the list goes down beyond that. So, they're not going to get both those guys. I can't imagine. Right? They're not going to spend that much money. But if they don't get Otani, does that mean that they're going to break the bank for Snell? And if they do get Otani, then just forget about it. He's going to a different team. Yeah, so two ways to look at it. And, and I'll even throw Yamamoto in there too, guys, because uh, you want to talk about a price tag that has really escalated here uh, in the last uh, couple of days. I mean, it was rumored to be around you know, 200, 250 million. When you add in the posting fee, there's been numbers thrown out here in Nashville that it's going to approach possibly 275, even 300 for a 25 year old kid. And if you look at where the are constructed, as far as their rotation goes, remember Walker Bueller is going to be in his walk year. Uh, they don't have uh, Julio Rios who, who is going to be a, a free agent. Uh, we know the Kershaw situation and then knowing that Dustin may is probably gone for most of the season. Tony Gonsolin out for the year. They have real question marks, uh, even with Bobby Miller and Ryan Pepio. They're going to have to look to find uh, an anchor there. So I would not uh, uh, discount whatsoever that, that Yamamoto makes all kinds of sense for them. The Snell one is intriguing just because he's going to get a boatload of money uh, offered to him. Uh, I, I do firmly believe that Seattle makes a play uh, if indeed they make a move. But I, I would look at the Giants, guys, as, as a team that feels like uh, if you can can really team Logan Webb with uh, another standout guy, uh, they don't have too many more moves to make to be not only competitive in the West, but also to get back to the postseason in the National League. So Snell to the Giants, that number currently listed on the board, I believe is around 5-1. to one. Yep, there it is, as I said. 
Cardinals are six to one. Then the Red Sox. Y- uh, Yamamoto, by the way, is four to one to go to the Dodgers. The Mets are the favorites to get him. Jensen at three to one. Yeah, I think that's a, a, a real, real possibility, guys. With the Kodai Senga angle, there has been uh, a lot of talk about how that relationship and and really the narrative of <clears throat> not only Senga wanting to play with a, a guy that that is from Japan, and of course we know that, that both those guys being on the same roster for the World Baseball Classic. Uh, that that has really gained a lot of steam, and it, and it wouldn't shock me knowing uh, where their rotation situation is, and with all the other things that they have to do, uh, Otani feels like uh, it, it doesn't answer what the Mets want to do, not only this year, but in their long term. Yamamoto does, and Wasenga, and then perhaps another rotation asset there. Uh, I, w- I wouldn't take Snell out of the running there yet. It would just have to be a comfort level uh, with the player, more so into that and, and have those expectations. But yeah, Yamamoto to the Mets, uh, it feels like if that number continues to escalate, uh, that Steve Cohen is probably the one guy that can stomach it and still be able to add on the other pieces that they need for that roster. Okay, uh, it's Follow the Money here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, Jensen Lewis, former Major League uh, pitcher, now with MLB Network Radio. So another huge name, Rangers are world champs. The thing that we talked about, uh, as their weakness all year until the playoffs was their bullpen. And it didn't matter because they won the whole thing. Now I'm looking at Josh Hader, his next team, if it's not the Padres. Rangers are plus 115. Next closest team on the odds board, Jensen, Cubs 6-1. to one. If he leaves San Diego, he's gone as a Padre. Is it like almost a foregone conclusion that he's going to be in a Rangers uniform? It, it feels like <clears throat> for where Texas is at and, and with Chris Young understanding the dynamic, not only to get back, but also in that division, uh, you, you would need uh, just another arm in the back. Let me throw a real wild card out there, guys, but I, I don't I don't believe this happens, but the fact that Emmanuel Classe's name has, has come up, and if you guys remember, uh, that was the Corey Kluber trade from Cleveland to Texas in which Classe came over and has become one of the best closers in the game. Cleveland would have to get really overwhelmed, uh, but a reunion of them, I mean, the, the Rangers would love nothing more than to bring back a guy who came up through their system. Cleveland would have to get just a boatload in return, but but it wouldn't shock me if they kind of kick the tires and see what it would take possibly. But as far as Hater goes, yes, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, from from what I'm hearing around is uh, not only that, but, but a couple other contending teams too that might find their way into the mix. It's just going to be a matter of the AAV. Uh, in those first handful of years, and if teams want to try and stick in a, a team option as well. Uh, but yeah, it would, would make a lot of sense uh, for Josh Hader to be deep in the heart of Texas. So based on your intel again, and you're in Nashville for the winter meetings, you've said this a couple of times, it feels like three to four days away from Otani signing his next contract. Do you, If you had to project, do you think that it's going to be a done deal by Friday or Saturday? I think it can get close to the finish line. Uh, of course, the medicals and everything yep. will, will play a huge part in this because I know, and and also remember this, guys, the creativity of what the language will look like in this contract, you're you're signing two players in in one basic mega deal. And and I think I've talked about it before with you guys is what does this look like here in, you know, five years? And let's say that Tani is just kind of, all right, I'm kind of done pitching. I just want to hit. What is the language going to look like from a compensation standpoint? Because no team is going to pay him you know, $50 million a year just to be a designated hitter. So uh, I think that's another impediment here where whichever team ends up being the finalist and, and is the one that's going to get it done, that might be the only other holdup here is is what does contractually it look like to pay the player once you get into the middle 
to later stages of what that deal looks like. You can follow Jensen on X. He's at JLU50. Catch him on MLB Network Radio as well. Thanks for the time in Nashville. We appreciate that. You got it, guys. Have a good one. Thank you. You too. Dodgers minus 170 yeah. to get him if he leaves the Angels. Ron Washington, new manager of the Rangers, uh, of the Angels, yeah. said yesterday on a video conference call when he was asked about, like, Otani, he said, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag. So that's positive. I, I would think. Okay. That is going to be a bizarre contract. He's right. If... Man, is Otani really going to resign with the Angels? What a mistake. What a mistake. I would have traded him two years ago and got the haul. Yep. What do you think of what the Cardinals have done? They signed Sonny Gray, Gibson, and Lance Lynn. <laughs> I liked it five years ago. <laughs> okay, yeah. Eight years ago. Uh, Although Sonny Gray, what a year he had. Oh, he was good. Can he do that again this year? I don't know. That's a good pitcher who jumps around every year. I know. How many teams has he been on? Yep. We'll recap last night's betting action with win some, lose some. Paulie with the details coming up next year and follow the money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. A lot of books offer the uh, soccer-type bet. Halftime, full-time. Tie, tie, cash. 100 to 1. 
Should have been higher than that when you're talking about a 10-point dog as well. Game was tied at halftime. Game was tied at the end of regulation. <laughs> Nuts. Overtime, 14 to 1. Bengals money line, 4 to 1. Bengals to win between 1 and 6 points, 7 to 1. NTN first touchdown, 5 to 1. Jake Browning, anytime touchdown. I saw as low as 5 and as high as 12. Come on. Always be shopping. Yeah. The Bengals had lost 16 in a row on the road in prime time. No more. Iowa Purdue under 166 and a half down to 159. Subscribe, be part of the team. VSIN.com, our radio and podcast friends. This is top five all time in the six years we've been doing this. This dog video is awesome. The owner had an incident at home. The ambulance had to come and get him. The dog is chasing the ambulance the whole way, all the way to the hospital. And he's following the ambulance to the hospital and then checks on his owner. Okay, what's going on? Is he okay? Is my buddy all right? Is he going to make it? And then when they take him in, check it out there, there's the paramedics standing. Then they take him into the room and he, he, stay, he waits outside. And I re, as I, everyone's okay, the owner's fine, but it's, we don't deserve dogs. you got to be kidding me. You see the video, the, 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 the dog is following the ambulance to the hospital as the door opens, checks on the owner, and then waits outside the room. The Any idea time. what country this is in? I don't know that. That's that's amazing, man. It is. I do not know that. But that, that is just like the dog who uh, led the um, fire trucks back to the, the burning fire. house. And it was in the it was in the backwoods. Yo, yes. Snowstorm. Right. Yes. Left. I mean, yes. for like a mile, the weight felt, and the yeah. snowbanks were five feet high. Great call. Great call. Lose some. Jags six and a half up to ten. Couldn't win the game. Pacers Celtics over two thirty seven and a half up to 245 no good stayed under huge win for the Pacers let's go out to the uh out in Las Vegas things get wild at 3 a.m they're at the f they're ordering food no this is so nasty here it comes she's barefoot at the ah! brace yourself brace yourself ah! oh black the feet are totally black were they like ah! raving in a mud pit outside yeah before right she came in she's walking around barefoot she's in a restaurant they're ordering food it's 3 a.m you're right it's like she just stepped over hot coals yes where are the shoes ah! i don't see they're nowhere in sight does she have them in her hand i can't tell ah! she's picking scabs that dried ah! blood i don't know what it is gonna play you looked away juice reel a free betting intelligence app and a tool that every better needs. Juice Reel links your betting accounts into one app, delivers in-depth analytics on your betting history. You have access to the betting history of billions of bets placed by all Juice Reel users. In-depth betting analytics with billions of data points enables you to tail the winning bettors and fade the losers. They also have Robo Jackson, the AI bot, hitting 60% more than 100 games. Check it out, Juice Reel. Download the free app in the Apple App Store, Google Play Store, Juice Reel, R-E-E-L, it's free, Juice Reel. So, Paulie, we just had a week where primetime games all went over, all three of them. Last Thursday, the Sunday, the Monday night games all went over the total. The theme of the year has been basically unders in the NFL, but specifically in primetime. Not the case this week. 32-3 and three run prior to this week, so, Sunday night, Monday. Yep, Thursday night, the total's at 30 between the Patriots and Steelers. 
30 and a half at some books. They're not necessarily open here in Las Vegas, but 30 pretty much across the board. Other spots as well. So when they open today, they might adjust. And there's this news um, earlier this hour from Adam Schefter, ESPN. Tests show that Patriots running back Ramondre Stevenson suffered a high ankle sprain, and he is now expected to miss, in the words of a source, a few weeks. So it's going to be a week for Zeke Elliott. And you're just, you know, you're questioning where the points are already going to come from. And uh, again, the look ahead or the opener on the total was 35, now down to 30. And by the way, that's not the only game. Like we have other games impacted by weather. You mentioned the Ravens this week against the Rams. I think we're going to get some weather in that game. And maybe the game impacted the most could be Chicago and Detroit, Mm. where the gusts could be up to 30 miles an hour. They might get some rain as well. Detroit opened up four and a half or five. It was actually five at some spots. Now they're down to three. It's minus 120 at a few spots. Uh, and the total, though, all the way down from 46 and a half to f- as low as 40 right now on the board in this game. You need creativity from these bookmakers Thursday. With a total like this, obviously you're going to have the no touchdown to be scored in the game. You're going to have shutout. But, you know, will team win scoring 10 points? How many touchdowns will be scored in the game? All, all this stuff is in play. This is going to be the lowest total in NFL games since the early 90s. Yeah. And only the fourth time we've had a total this low since the 90s, low, the 1990 in the NFL. So it's everyone will be watching, maybe, uh, on Thursday night. Michaels will be miserable. But it, it's why, usually you, you see something like this and you're thinking, well, it's two awful teams. The Steelers are in the playoff mix and have a winning record, even though we understand it's smoke and mirrors. But just based on the last three New England games, 10-6, 10-7, have some fun with it, get creative, and we'll see what type of a bookmaker you are. I'd like to see a prop on how many points the Patriots will score for the rest of the year. That's another good one. Because after this week, they play the Chiefs. Really good defense. Had some injuries on Sunday night. They play at Denver. Well, they scored six against the Colts. I mean, they're not scoring on anybody. So, yeah, okay, I, Denver. I, I, what are they going to do against Denver? Right, right. They play at Buffalo. They just scored somehow, some way. They scored 29 in that How game. How did that happen? He's going to be an investigation. And then they get the rematch against the Jets to end the season. Oh, wow. Now, what is that total? If it's Tim Boyle against Zappi and there's weather, that's got to be – it's under 28. It's got to be. What's that total? It's an Iowa Hawkeyes total. It is. So actually, that is it. Does it matter who the Jets' quarterback is? Does it really That's true. matter? Probably not, because they and lost ten three last year at New England with Zach Wilson. And what was the first meeting? Fifteen ten. Fifteen ten. Right. Uh, Hail Mary almost won the game for the Jets at the end. And the Jets have lost fifteen sixteen in a row against them. And does it matter who the quarterback is for the Patriots? Uh, well, Mac Jones is good for a pick six, I guess. So Zappy t- takes better care of the ball. Why don't you just put Cunningham in and run gadget stuff? I don't get it. Why don't you do that? Well, I think at I this mean, point, they, they don't want to. Why would they want to win games at this point? Well, I'm not saying you would with Cunningham. But no, no, like, I know you, that. You can't throw the ball. I, I, but I, that's true. Maybe this is just a, a stealth tank job. Well, I, yeah, I don't think Belichick would really be on board for that. But um, at, this, at this stage of the game, there's no reason to actually try to win these games. They will, but right. I mean. Yeah, you're right. Get Caleb. Try to get, you, want, you want Caleb or you want Drake May? How about that now? Caleb Williams. Minus 650 to go number one overall at DraftKings. That was a big move. Big move. He was down to, what, like $3? Right. After all this, I don't know. I might stay. I don't know what I'm going to do. And now he's 650 as well. 
Let me st- let me give you a, a lose some. Three people, three people on game day, with the guest pick segment picked Iowa to beat Michigan. Yeah, I saw that. As Pat Forty said, these are not serious people. Get them off the broadcast. It was McAfee, it was Lee Corso, and then the comedian, who was on there. Twenty-three point underdog. Picked them not not to cover to win the game. To win the game. Also, Corso picked Iowa to win the game. A lot of people on the Tuesday night show for ESPN. Oh, boy. Wow. I mean, I don't want to make it personal, but the 180s they did in in the span of five days, I just, I'm blown away by it. I shouldn't be, but I am. I mean, to sit there on national TV a week ago, basically, and say that Florida State, if they went out unequivocally, they have to be in the playoff. They're going to be in. And then five days later, Alabama wins. Florida State also wins. And they're like, not nah, change my mind. Alabama's got to be in. Okay. I completely disagree with humans, too. AP poll voter Mike Barber says he will consider voting Florida State number one if they beat Georgia and Texas or Bama win the title. I don't think he's alone. It won't be enough, though, Paul. Probably not, but still, uh, yeah, okay. But still, if, if they if they win the game, uh, I don't know how many people do that, but that's at least one voter as well. Uh, but then again, you have to factor in all this information. It was ridiculous when they showed the committee Saturday, and there's no notepads, there's no papers, there's nothing. Last year against Louisville, Travis got hurt and left the game. Rodemaker came in and led three 75-yard touchdown drives in the win, and they scored 35 points. Rodemaker was going to be the quarterback, not the third string guy. Yep. I don't know why no one brought no one brought that up. Rodemaker would have been back for the playoff game. But good point too. And uh, it was Dan Orlovsky as well. Dan Orlovsky a week, two weeks ago. Oh, you got to put Florida State in. Absolutely, I feel bad for Jordan Travis. But if they win out, they're in. And they just changes his mind. I wonder if they would have taken Oregon over Florida State. Not SEC team. There's a lot there. I just think it's all SEC garbage. We'll talk more about it with Drew Butler up next. Former Georgia kicker, now a better, and in media. We're going to do it with him. Will the Bulldogs or the Seminoles want to play in their bowl game? This is Follow the Money on VSEN. More tournament games today. Lakers at home against the Suns and the Bucks at home against the Knicks. In the NBA, the game can change in an instant. Unbelievable menu with props for the marquee NBA games today and then the semis out here in Las Vegas Thursday. No matter how the action unfolds, DraftKings has your back. You can score $150 in bonus bets for betting $5. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code FOLLOW at DraftKings. The crown is yours. We'll go college football here as uh, Drew Butler joins the program now, former Georgia kicker. He is uh, part of the Punt and Pass podcast, which you can get wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, Drew. Uh, It's been now coming up on almost 48 hours. You okay still after the Bulldogs didn't make it and Alabama got, you know, squeezed into the playoff? Yeah, good morning, guys. I was at the game. Uh, unbelievable atmosphere. Oh. I mean, Atlanta, Georgia, that weekend, SEC Championship weekend, so much is going on with those two fan bases as well. Alabama, Georgia, the classics that they've had in that building. You just knew walking in that it was going to come down to the last second. 
Of course, Georgia ended up making some mistakes that they couldn't overcome. They lost by three to Alabama in a conference championship game on a neutral site. And the committee just crumpled them up like trash and threw them to the wayside and tossed them at number six, never to be heard from again, which I thought was kind of crazy. But um, yeah, you know, I think that fashion in which all of their streaks ended probably was the best case possible. They didn't lose at Neyland Stadium with everybody rushing the field. Uh, They didn't lose at home between the hedges in a demoralizing way. They didn't lose to their in-state rival, which would have been one of the greatest wins in the history of Georgia Tech's football program. Mm -hmm. You know, it was a hard-fought win. Uh, They came up just short of 30 wins straight and uh, on to next season for the Georgia Bulldogs. So then what was your reaction watching the show on Sunday then when they dropped the sixth? And again, I've had several problems with the committee over the years. Um, one of which is just the inconsistencies. They have no idea if it's going to be the four best yeah. teams or the four most deserving. They've changed their minds. That You don't know what they're talking about. They have no no clue. So then when it popped, Alabama four, but then Florida State five, Georgia six, were you just like as confused as everybody else? Yeah, no question. I mean, the double standard and the hypocrisy that the college football playoff committee has consistently showed really over the years reared its ugly head this season. I mean, Boo Corrigan continued to pound the table saying we're going for the four best teams. Well, I could sit here right now for the next 30 minutes and argue with everybody that Georgia is absolutely one of the four best teams. And Mm -hmm. after being at that game, I'm in the end zone watching Georgia score with four minutes left. I mean, guys, there were 22 NFL players on the field. I'm sitting there going, these are two of the best four teams in the country. If you have two eyes in your head, you could see that. And then the next question is, well, who would you take out? I'd take out anybody, right? Like those top six teams, they are interchangeable at this point. And that goes to Paulie's point before we came on. I'm so shocked this is the first time it's ever happened. You have five Power Five conferences, obviously, only four spots. Uh, and of course, Florida State got ultimately screwed. Uh, Georgia just tossed to the wayside after three straight undefeated seasons and a three-point loss. And of course, you know, Alabama as the SEC champion scoots into the college football playoff from the eighth spot. And with that, the committee knew they had to put Texas in as well because of the head-to-head. So Texas slides from seven to three, something that we've never seen before. The number one team gets bounced out of the top four all the way to six. And two teams outside the top six jump into the top four on selection Sunday. So who knows? I do think the games will be competitive on New Year's Day. So the hopefully the semifinals are fun to watch this year. But as it stands right now, I have a hard time thinking Alabama's not going to win the whole thing. What do you think of the bowl matchup now and, and for Florida State moving forward? I mean, you played the game. You played in the NFL. You, you went to Georgia. What do you think now of Florida State's mindset? Is it we'll go out, we'll show them, and we'll have Rodemaker ready to go with it, with all this preparation. And and George is like, okay, been there, done that, no big deal. What do you what do you think if you try to play the role of both teams and get in their mind? Yeah, it's so hard to tell now in this new era of college sports. I mean, I could see Florida State looking at it both ways. I, I could see these sure. kids saying, "Man, we got treated so poorly. Like, forget it. We don't even care about the Orange Bowl. We should be in the college football playoff." Uh, and then I could see Coach Norvell, who's proven to be a great coach, and he's really galvanized that entire community, fan base, and team to say, "Let's go prove a point." Right? Everybody put their hand in the pile. We can really make a statement by finishing fourteen and zero. That would be unbelievable for Florida State, especially in the 
the college football playoff era. And then on Georgia's side, look, a lot of decisions are coming out in the coming hours, really. What's Carson Beck going to do? Uh, what's Brock Bowers going to do? You're already starting to see some defensive players say they're on to the NFL. But Kirby Smart has done a phenomenal job since they lost to Texas in the Sugar Bowl years ago of really making mm-hmm. bowl practice about development, of really allowing the younger guys to prove it during bowl practice and during the bowl game to get a leg up heading into next season. So I think Georgia will be competitive just because they are so deep, regardless of who goes out there. Uh, But I want to watch Florida State closely and see what those players decide because – Guys, what just happened to them? It, it, it's tough. There's no two ways about it. I'm glad you brought up the bowl game loss to Texas a handful of years ago because they were double-digit favorites in that game. They were awesome. And then that was the game where Texas won the game outright. Right, Sam Ellinger's like, Texas yep. is back. That's okay. right. So you you think for sure, based on Kirby Smart last couple of years and what you just said, it's not going to be the same thing. Because the whole narrative was in that game. Why Georgia doesn't care about this game. And they kind of looked like they didn't, and they were outplayed, and they lost outright. So that's kind of like a 180, though, for this program, you think? Absolutely. Okay. My partner on the podcast, Jake Fromm, was the quarterback in that game. And then remember, they went back to the Sugar Bowl and played Baylor the following year. Uh, and Jake said, yeah, we, we were not allowed to have that same mindset because they were one of the teams when they played Texas, they finished fifth in the CFB. So all those guys were like, we should be in the playoff. This is ridiculous. And I think that mindset kind of permeated and really looked bad on Georgia. Coach Smart has put the kibosh on that big time. So I think making it to a New Year's Six Bowl has been a point of pride for Georgia in the sense that, hey, if we're not in the college football playoff, we're going to win the game. We're not going there to just enjoy each other's company and celebrate. We're going to go there to compete. We're going to go there to get better. And we want to win this football game. So they're going to have a great opportunity to do that against Florida State. And it's just such a bummer because you could easily see this as a college football playoff semifinal matchup But since it's not, there's just a lot of questions as to how competitive this game will be heading in. You yeah, and then the the mindset of the players as well, the tie-in with like the whole school and the fan base. I mean, this this really could get ugly. And 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 you see the politicians are involved saying, I want to I want to get involved here and I want to see notes and communication and text messages. Text message. Imagine if that happened. Oh Oh. my God. But I mean, this is gonna get nuts here. Well, here here's what I said, okay. Why aren't these college football playoff committee meetings televised? It's not like they have the nuclear codes. There's no national security (laughs) going on in these meetings. I don't know if these administrators and these committee members are so scared of having what they're being said made public. Guys, this is college football. It would be fascinating television. I would have watched it for six hours on Sunday morning if there were cameras in there and we could understand what the discussions were, what the debates are. What are the questions being said? Who is standing on what side of the room to say, hey, you know what? Florida State, per a power ranking, is 19th. We shouldn't let them in because of a simple injury. So if you want ultimate transparency, broadcast the committee meetings. It is a pretty simple fix. I love that idea. You mentioned this. So you think Alabama is probably going to win it all. I mean – I, I do this every single year. I talked about this on the year yesterday and throughout the year. When a team like Alabama loses in a regular season, that's when I like to bet them to win. Of course. So I did that with three teams this year. Two of them are out, Oregon and Oklahoma. I'm live with Alabama 25-1. to 1. I don't want to hedge. I want to add more. I think they're going to be, uh, beat Michigan. You know, with that amount of preparation, and I know Michigan's defense is stingy, less than 10 points per game. Their rush defense specifically. But Jalen Milrow, guys, seeing him in person, 
you just hold your breath every single time the pocket collapses. He gets outside. And, you know, Georgia, their speed at the linebacker position really allowed them to keep Jalen Milrow in check. I asked this on the podcast last night. If I would have told all Georgia fans last Friday, Georgia scores a touchdown on the opening drive. They hold Jalen Milrow to under 30 rushing yards and no rushing touchdowns, and Georgia scores 14 points in the fourth quarter. Would you take it? Unequivocally, you would take that scenario. That's exactly what happened. Georgia lost by three points. They turned it over deep in their own red zone, and they missed a field goal. Those six points were very costly. Yeah. Uh, hey, man, that was a great spot. Good catching up with you again, and very good knowledge, by the way, on what uh, Jake Fromm, the back and forth there, and how they've kind of flipped approaching the non-playoff games at Georgia. Follow him on Twitter. He's at Drew Butler, and again, the podcast is called the Punt and Pass Podcast. Thanks, Drew. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Go Polly with that survivor entry. Thank you, sir. Big one. Yeah. will talk to you. So, okay, there you go. The quarterback of the team's like, no, nah, man, not acceptable. Next year they played Baylor, and uh, very good to know. Okay. I got that uh, yesterday as a reaction from, like, when I said, if you're Florida State, why don't you just punt on a bowl game? People were like, well, it's turned into, like, for the guys who are going to come back, you want to use this for next year. It could be, like, a de- developmental stage for them. And, you know, just kind of basically you don't want to you, you don't want to go out that way. I think everything's in play. I think they are so disgusted they, they might leave the ACC. I think they are just so ticked off and furious, and you saw the comments. By the way. That who knows what happens now. We're almost uh, we're almost 50 years old. Bobby Bowden was there for, like, what, 30-plus years? Florida State, pretty big brand. No kidding. Were they ever good? They're top 10 <laughs> every year. In Pocket Plays coming up next year on Follow the Money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. 
Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're right. All right. Mentioned this earlier. These are widely available. Yes, no playoff props. Rams to make it. Yes, plus 155. Vikings to miss. Minus 150. Texans to make. No. 3-1. to one. This is before. I bet that before the uh, Lawrence injury, though. Seahawks to make the playoffs. No $2. And I have to do it. And it's already moved two points. The under Thursday night. I got to go under 30. And more on the props that are already available at DraftKings. You, you should play alt-unders as well. Yeah. Go down like 27 and a half, 24 yeah. and a half. Yep. I don't think the Patriots score a touchdown. The Patriots under a half. Will the Patriots score a touchdown? No is plus 190. I, they won't score an offensive touchdown. I'll go under 30 Thursday night. Can't wait for that mess. You know, I'm looking at your uh, Rams bet right now to make the playoffs. Yes, plus 155. Okay, you get the schedule. They're 6-6? Six and six? Correct. Okay. And they, and they swept Seattle. Yeah. Now, they lost to Green Bay, but... They swept Seattle, and they got the big one Sunday at Baltimore. I give them a loss, though, but what's behind that? Yeah, so they're seven-point dogs this weekend against Baltimore. Coming back after that, they get consecutive games at home, Washington and New Orleans. The Saints game's actually a Thursday night, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I would act... Come on. Stafford, if Nakua is healthy, Stafford is going to throw for 300 yards against the the Commanders. They're going to win that game. They're going to score points. Right. They close at the Giants. Yep. At the 49ers. So, sure. Could sitting people in play? Not playing anybody. Yeah, it depends Maybe. on where they're going to be at with the one seed. Maybe you're locked into a seed, yes. But you certainly three winnable games. And then, like, let's say they do take down those three games and they're nine and eight. That tiebreak over Seattle is going to be massive because even, I don't even, I don't think the Seahawks get to nine wins. I don't think the Vikings do either. Hmm. I, I think the Packers are. Yes. Getting to nine And wins. the Packers beat the Rams. That's right. So they would be then, in theory, ahead of them. I've had, I have nothing new uh, for today. I'm, I'm very curious about the in-season tournament tonight in the NBA, but I don't have any bets on it yet. Uh, and if you were on the show yesterday, we had breaking news during the show with a couple of different players and the transfer portal. One was Kyle McCord at Ohio State, the quarterback. He was going to enter the transfer portal. So as I was happening on the air said grabbing Missouri plus six and a half felt like a good idea. Well, that sounded like a two-point dog now in that game. Um, you got some value on that ticket. And the other one was Arizona money line at minus 120. Now they're like a three now for a four-point favorite. And that's against Oklahoma in their bowl game. Dylan Gabriel is uh, going to hit the transfer portal, portal as well. And the thing is, I think Oklahoma is going to have a guys join him. Same thing with Ohio State. And then for Missouri and Arizona, it's like the biggest bowl games for these two teams playing like marquee names in a, I mean, what, our lifetime? Or in, you know, a decade plus? Yeah. So good job with the CLV there. Well, now we just need them to win. Yep. And we need 
more defections from both uh, the Buckeyes and the Sooners, please. If you're looking for a betting edge this bowl season, the VEASAN experts have you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an intro offer of $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to the daily recap of the top plays made by every host and guest. Tools like betting splits to let you see where the money and bets are moving every game. College bowl betting guide when you get picks for every bowl game. Don't miss out. Limited time offer. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. $9.99. Become part of the family in the sports betting network. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Again, earlier this morning after the loss last night by Jacksonville, and we still, still don't have word on Trevor Lawrence after the injury last night. I know that people were suggesting high ankle sprain or an ankle sprain after the game. So we'll wait and see what the MRI is going to reveal today. Uh, DraftKings earlier today, Jags minus 240 to win that division. So it was one to ten before the game. Yeah, and before last night, they were all almost they were also minus twenty thousand to make the playoffs, minus twenty thousand to make, and that that loss in the game and then the Lawrence loss just means everything because they would have been nine and three. They also would have been the one seed this morning. They have, I would say, a relatively easy schedule down the stretch. They get Baltimore at home. So I don't think they were going to win that game, whatever. Uh, If they did and they would have won out, that team would have been the one seed in the AFC. Instead, they're 8-4, Colts, Texans, each 7-5. And And now if uh, Beathard came in and played a little bit last night, and Beathard had moments as well with Kyle Shanahan as his coach. Well, he looked good when he was in there, and certainly Peterson's a good coach, and you, you were dumping it off to NTN, and they were having success. And then he hits the big one to Ridley, but the atrocious holding call wiped that away, and yeah. they would have won. And McManus couldn't make a field goal. But, uh, yeah, he was okay in there. I mean, I don't know what to do with the game Sunday. It's Flacco against Beathard. But yeah, I, just, well, I just hope he's okay. Uh, I mean, are, are we, are we've, we're down Watson. We're down Rodgers. We're down Burrow. We're going to lose Lawrence now, too? I mean, there's so many quarterbacks. That we're down Richardson. And this is... And what a job by Steichen. The other thing. That number, hold on real quick, because you brought it up. Um, It did. Caesars posted this morning, Cleveland minus one and a half against Jacksonville. All right, a four and a half point move. Let me see if that's updated. Mm. The tie was a a scenario in in play last night, too. And ties lose in Survivor. Right, so I, I I would highly recommend. Oh, boy. That if you're remaining in Survivor. In fact, we should have said this yesterday on the air. That if you were taking Jacksonville, I mean, books will offer, will the game end in a tie? At long odds, obviously. That's absolutely worth a bet at this point of the game, right? Because if it does, and you lose out on Survivor that way, I can't imagine what it's like trying to go to bed last night. If that game ends in a tie, and you have uh, Jacksonville and Survivor, that's how you bow out. I mean, we, again, we were getting messages today waking up to them from people on the East Coast saying, I had Jacksonville last night in their Survivor. It's probably down to, oh, these are not as big as Circus Survivor contest, right? I mean, so they're probably down to who knows how many people, a handful of people. They're like, I, there's no chance I'm sleeping. Sick. Of course you are. Sick. Your quarterback goes out, you blow a seven-point lead at home in the fourth quarter. It was your first home Monday night game in 12 years. The horrible call in overtime. He missed field goal. You let Browning look like Joe Montana. What was that all about? Not for nothing. That should have been an easy Cincinnati win because of Zach Taylor's nonsense. Not one, but twice. You go, what are you doing? 
It costs you three points with the field goal because the play lost yardage with Chase. Then you run it with Boyd. He throws it right to Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you and what. And you handed him seven points. And you still won the game. I, I will say, and yeah, Caesars right now, currently, they have it up and available on the board. Cleveland minus one and a half, 34 against Jacksonville. I would tell you that even if Lawrence did not get hurt last night and they won the game, I would be very concerned about Jacksonville in the playoffs. Now, for, now you have to be, obviously, because we don't know the the season-long outcome here with that injury and what that's going to be like today when the news comes out. But that defense, to, to allow that, what was he, 32 of 37? Yeah, for are 350. You, are you kidding me? Chase, the long touchdown. I mean, spreading it around. Guys wide open. No, I, I could I come mean, back and say, I, I guess the one thing that they could look forward to is that a lot of other quarterbacks are also injured in the AFC. But once you run up against like a Mahomes type or somebody else that's actually not hurt, then good luck to you. Because Jake Browning just looked like John Elway out there yesterday. And that's just a, that's a, it's a terrible, it never should have come down to, I mean, everybody ate last night for the Bengals. That's embarrassing. Oh, suddenly Sunday's enormous. They're six and six now. They play the Colts. We're seven and five. Then they play Minnesota at home on Saturday. Then they go to Pittsburgh. This is not, this is, they can do this. Especially if he plays like that. Well, that's a big. That's why I was so, so, I was so shocked because he looked so bad in the first game against Pittsburgh. But you go Indy, Minnesota, Pittsburgh, KC, Cleveland. That's not nuts. They're six and six. Mm. Yeah, I got props. Well, both teams score 10 points Thursday. Yes, minus 135. Oh, my. Think about it. Oh, boy. Well, the Patriots win by a shutout, 28 to 1. Well, the Steelers win and shut them out, 10 to 1. Well, the Patriots score a touchdown, no plus 190. Well, the Patriots go under 7.5 points, team total. Yes, 2 to 1. Boy, and it go, in the DraftKings, it goes all the way, all the way up. But I want to see it go down lower. I mean, stay by st- some of those bets. Sorry, they start at seven and a half. I want to go lower with the Patriot team total. And this is like Iowa, Michigan all over again. You want to go three and a half? Yeah. Under three and a half? I don't think they're getting in the end zone. How about this is a great tweet from at NYMess16. Can we get a matchup for highest scoring game? Pats, Steelers versus Army Navy. Oh, that's great. That's creative. Yeah. Team to score the most points. Out of those four? Steelers a big size, good size favorite. Playing six. The other game's two, but wow. That's good. If you miss any of the show today, go back, search, follow the money, wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon. Good luck tonight. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 
You ever get the feeling the city walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating your soul? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe chase some elk, fish a private stream. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there, and finding your own piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, location, the kind of hunting or fishing you dream of. Land.com. It's where the adventure begins. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.